0: Hello, this is Catherine with Friendly Anarchism. Um, today, we have a very special guest, and you want to introduce yourself a little bit?
1: Yeah. About what?
0: Well, you are a Frenchman, and you apparently at one point kicked the shit out of Nazis a few times. Is that correct?
1: I a little bit.
0: A little bit? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I know that you have some good stories, so... Um, go, go for it. What do you... Uh, Maybe say you're from, where in, where in France
1: are you from? I'm from North France and uh, the first time I heard, uh, I mean I didn't even know we were uh, Antifa because that term didn't exist yet and uh, the first time I heard that
2: uh,
1: was in Paris and uh as far as I know antifa at the beginning they were all skinned
0: okay. well they uh, I think the, the original antifas from Germany uh, came out of the workers movement after after World War II, sort of trying to like they they were also Nazi hunters and they were they worked to like keep Nazis from becoming yeah, but Antifa, and like
1: that kind of Antifa was skinhead hunter. Were what? Skinhead hunter.
0: Skinhead hunters, yeah. So yeah.
1: that's a little bit different.
0: So what did what did you do? If you cause your now you say that you were Antifa without knowing the term, so like what did you do?
1: We beat up the skinheads.
0: Well, fair enough.
1: <laughs> and we take their Doc Martins, we take their bombers, and we, we didn't take the socks of the underwear, but we took whatever we wanted.
0: You stole their shoes? Yeah. How did you get their shoes?
1: You beat them up, and uh, <laughs> then you take your shoes.
0: <laughs> okay, that works. But not their socks?
1: Not the socks.
0: But if you don't take the underwear, did you take the pants or?
1: No. No, just we didn't take the pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we take the bombers, the jackets. Oh, the
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the leather,
1: you, uh, Whatever they wear.
0: Did you did you wear them too, or did you just sure. get rid of them?
1: Yeah, I wore well them. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. In fact, if you wanted stuff, you had to take it. From somebody, uh-huh. because we couldn't afford that. We didn't have the money to to go to London uh, to go buy it. I mean, it was late seventies. Uh-huh. You know, we didn't have stores like they do now, and uh, we didn't have the internet, obviously. So anyway, if you wanted a new pair of dogs, you have to take it.
0: You go find a skinhead and beat them up and take the, take yeah. the shoes. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess that uh, it's, um, no choice. a little different than Amazon, but there you go.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, a nice jacket. Were they nice? Like, did the skinheads have nice stuff? Like, Doc Martens were expensive, right?
1: Not really, but uh, uh, you have to go to England to get them Mm. at the time. Yeah. Now, even in Portland, they have a store. But at the time, you had to go to England.
0: Yeah. So. And it's expensive to travel there, right? Or um, was it? I mean it's
1: per- It w- wasn't. But we didn't have nobody had a job.
2: Oh
0: yeah. At
1: the time. So
0: where where we didn't
1: have money.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we had
1: to take it.
0: So, um where in France? Where in France were you?
1: I'm from Roubaix. hmm Which is notorious town. In France, it's uh, Cutthroat, that's what you call it to hear. It's hardcore town, (laughs) that's where I'm from. (laughs) (laughs) There was gang everywhere and shit. fighting all the time and uh, but we didn't have any uh, skin and Nazi zero there were skinheads but uh, no skin and Nazi why not? because they get get smashed (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) That's why,
2: right.
1: <laughs> but there were, there were a lot of skin in my town. But I mean, with that thing, the antifa, I, I've seen that uh, on the news lately, uh, in Portland, uh, and I'm like, uh, those people are not antifa. They they look like the. Uh, Anarchist, uh, all dressed in black and shit. The
0: so you didn't consider yourself anarchists at the time, and anarchist is a fairly oh, new phenomenon, I guess. No,
1: anarchy doesn't work. No. No. Find me a country that is anarchist.
0: Well, we don't kind of don't believe in borders, so the idea of an anarchist country is sort of um. Uh, Moot point. You can't really have an anarchist country, <laughs> so we have anarchist places. Um, there's anarchist like communities. There's a um, there's a place in Venezuela called Seca Secesola, which is really interesting. It's got what's called a solidarity economy. So there's a bunch of like anarchist, basically non-hierarchical, just totally without any leaders type of like workers' co-ops and they work with the farms yeah, and they I
1: know work what with the... it is but uh, there's no country like this.
0: No, there's not. There's not. But it's uh it's kind of a global movement that's growing in like a really interesting way. But it's interesting because um I mean Antifa is not like explicitly anarchist necessarily, but pretty much is pretty much mostly anarchist. So it's like so like the anarchists are the ones who fight the fascists.
1: Yeah, but Antifa didn't start like this. Uh, Antifa was just, like I said before, it was chasing the skinheads. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. That's it. It it was uh, political. It was just those people are assholes. Yeah. (laughs) So you do something. Uh
0: Uh-huh. It had nothing to do with the sort of, like, political organization or, like, how you do democracy kinds of things. It was just straight up you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a normal thing. I mean, it was like, uh, how can you be a skinhead and uh, be a racist?
0: So you were also a skinhead? Yeah. Okay, so you were a skinhead and then the Nazis were also skinheads? Yeah. Okay, but there was like racist skinheads and not racist skinheads. Of course. Okay, okay, gotcha. So you were like, you were kicking, you were, um, smashing. The racist skinheads because you shouldn't be racist and a skinhead.
1: Well, it's just to. Uh... It, it's hard to understand uh, uh, how you, can you be a skinhead and a racist? Because what is a skinhead?
0: I don't know. Like, what is a skinhead? That's a good question. I don't. I guess I don't really know the definition or what you think of it.
1: Well, they listen ska music. They listen reggae. They listen punk rock. They listen soul music. And a, a lot of it is black. So how can you be a racist <laughs> if you listen to black music? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Because all skinheads, they need ska, reggae, Punk rock, soul music, funk, all kind of music, jazz, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How can you be a racist?
0: <laughs> what did it, What music did you listen to?
1: Just like a story. At least in any kind of music.
0: So, but ska wasn't around when you were a teenager, though, right? It was. It was. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. ska
1: came around in the sixties.
0: Oh, I didn't realize. Somehow, I thought it was like a more recent.
1: No, ska came out in the sixties, before reggae. mm
0: Hmm. Did you? Did you? So, if ska was sort of the scene, did you? Uh, were there black people where you lived? Were there a, lot of, was oh, there a yeah. lot of? Like different nationalities and different types of people.
1: Yeah, I can show you pictures of. Uh, my gang, and there's black, there's people from North Africa. It, it was all mixed, mm-hmm. and that's why I don't, I don't understand this uh, skinhead shit. Uh, because skinhead was mixed, uh-huh. and here, obviously, it's not.
0: With the with the skinheads? Oh, you mean here in Portland? Yeah. Oh no, that's not true. There's a mix. Yeah, Antifa's got a uh, wide demographics. I mean, obviously it's reflective. It's I think it's it's somewhat reflective of Portland. So there's a lot of white people. But I mean, and I'm not that close with Antifa, so I can say for sure. But I've been to protest, and you can see that there's there's people there's people of color.
1: Let me tell you two stories that happen here in Portland. Okay. First one. I go to Satyricon. Do you know the club is oh, close Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah, Satyricon? Yeah. Yeah. First time I go over there and there's everybody's... It, it was in 89 when that dude from uh, Ethiopia got killed.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here
1: in Portland.
0: Oh, I have his name.
1: Yeah, I know who it is.
0: Was this um, Mughaletta think. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a, there's been a lot, like, there are a lot of white supremacists and Nazis in Portland. Like, Oregon has a long history of white supremacy, so it, there's a lot of people around.
1: One day, uh, I think it was a, in the 90s, I went to a party. They had a concert. Mm-hmm in a basement, and I went over there, and, uh, I never seen that, a lot of people, like, zig, hoy hi, zig, high, zig, hoy hi. I was like, wow, <laughs> I've never seen that in my life, <laughs> and then, uh, I, I got knife, and shit, and, uh,
0: and, you know.
1: I got caught on moms and shit.
0: Did you confront them? Is that what happened? Of course.
1: I've never seen that. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah. Have I mean, you
1: been in a concert before? I mean, this is. This Didn't is, you see that?
0: No. I mean, this is anonymous. I've never seen that. This is anonymous. You can tell us what you did. Because this is a very interesting story, and these histories need to not be lost. That's one of the problems is that people think that nobody is confronting, you know.
1: Oh, I punched a dude, and then they were all over me, so, yeah, couldn't do nothing. <laughs> I was by myself.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, I had friends that were there, but they just looked. And I got cut, I got beer bottles of me and shit, and... Uh, Anyway, and then, I remember, and then I was bleeding and stuff, and uh, I was walking to my car, and I had those people, uh, black uh, people, they invited me in in their house and put a bandage on me and stuff, and they were gang members. And I remember they had uh, a big, uh, a big uh, poster of uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, whatever his name, Snoopy Dogg. And they were gang members, <laughs> yeah. and they asked me, "Hey, what happened to you?" And I'm like, dude, I was in the house over there, right? they're all Nazi. And the dude told me, said hey, don't worry about this. We're going to take care of it. And I was like,
2: wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I was all bleeding all over, and... Uh,
0: I think there's been a there's been a long history of like underground fighting Nazis in Portland. Um, there's a great book that I really want to read that I haven't read yet called "Fighting Fascist Creep" by a guy in Portland who studied what anarchists have been doing over the last like I don't know, I don't know a couple decades or so about how anarchists have been like rooting out and hunting Nazis around Portland and keeping them out of Portland proper. But it's all
1: underground, you know, so, like, it's hard to yeah, get Yeah, but the, the only thing, uh, uh, I mean, the way we were, there were absolutely no Nazi in the town. Zero. I mean, we, we will take people, I mean... I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tell you the whole thing. But we used to put people' their arm on the sidewalk and beat, break their arm on the sidewalk. Baseball bat. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you the gory stuff. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think you get the idea. Probably that's not that's not the gory stuff. No, the big, regular arms nice, in the baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> well, shit.
1: But that that's what it was, and uh, the skin and thing. I mean, even so, it started in uh in the sixties in the late 70s it became big again with bands like Madness uh, Specials, and that's how it started again and uh, but the people were not racist it, it was all mix I mean I can show you a picture you can see blacks North America I mean all kind of people. But now, it's each time you hear the word skinhead, in your head, you're going to say, racist.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you can't come to my house. They can show you a
0: lot of music. <laughs> you know it's weird? I had, this, I had this experience. I had this experience where I went... To uh, when i was a teenager i went to a weezer concert and like weezer's kind of in that vein um and when i got there the what,
1: what is weezer
0: weezer's a band they're kind of i don't know ska ish um from the they were popular in like the early 2000s when i was a teenager but i did not this was the weirdest thing because like i liked them lots of people liked them they were really popular and i went to one of their concerts full of Nazis, just tons of them. It was so, it was crazy. Like, I wasn't expecting that at all. And so, you know, like, I saw I saw this Nazi guy, like, they had, like, swastika tattoos, just, like, the whole deal, like, not even hiding it, types of people, at a Weezer concert. And Weezer was seen as, like, you know, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds really liked him, like, that kind of thing. And, like, I went outside, and I saw probably just this horrible thing. Like, so, this alone is... Perfect. There was a stretch Hummer that was gold and had wood um, siding. <laughs> a stretch gold Hummer with wood siding, but then like these Nazi people were in it, and there's this woman walking down next to them, and they literally like opened the door and like grabbed her and like shoved her in the car and drove off. And uh, you know, like that kind of thing was happening at a Weezer concert. It was. Uh, <laughs>
1: I don't know who is Weezer, but. I'm gonna tell you a story uh, about what uh, anti for people used to do in shows. They go to shows and, like in Belgium, in England, uh, all over Europe, and people before the show will come to you and ask, uh, "Hey, if we can travel, are you uh, going to?" back us up and at the beginning we're like 15 then we're 50 then we're 100 so each time you you see a racist kid coming we'd be like 100 and we don't even speak the same language but we're all the same. We listen to the same music, but I remember going to see a show, Angelic Cupstars in Holland and Sudan, and. obviously, the language went through the English camp, blah blah German camp. say so, yeah, hey, if there's any problem, we're all together, okay okay and we get those Nazis coming in front of the stage and the guy the singer from uh, angel cup star say hey fuck those Nazis!" and suddenly you got like hundred people beating up those people in front of the stage burning their t-shirt because they had the Nazi shit on it and uh, almost on their underwear (laughs) and the band kept playing (laughs) that was cool (laughs) I've never seen that you're like, wow! <laughs> That's unbelievable!
2: <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> True story. I want to see his selector, his cabin, from England here in Portland. True story. And I, there were, of course, there were a lot of skinheads and shit. And I was kind of fucked up. And I looked at the skinhead. And I said, hey, you done looking at my girlfriend? And obviously, he's a guy Yeah. What the fuck you? And suddenly, I got all the skinheads coming to me. And uh, and I told them I had a gun on me, and all the scared by out and the security came and say, "Oh, we heard uh, you have a gun. You have to go." And I'm like, "Okay, uh, I'm going." Hey, I didn't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the, the threat of violence can be more powerful than that, like or like just the threat can be just as powerful sometimes.
1: Well, it is here because here it's possible you have a gun in France. I mean, people don't walk around with guns. Yeah, mm-hmm. here they do. Mm-hmm. So if you say you have a gun, people might believe you.
0: It's pretty easy to get guns. I know. And the the thing But is I that, don't have any. <laughs> you sound a little sad.
1: No, I got a lot of knives.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I cook a lot.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's why. <laughs> um, the the far right have a lot of guns here. More than
1: the left. I know. Unfortunately, here in America, you need uh, you need guns if you want to fight those people because they have guns. In the old days, it was one on one. You know you. It's not like the is not you just fight with your fist. Now it's bang bang; it's a little bit different.
0: It's hard because we live in this police state, where they the police are looking for a reason to scoop up all the anarchists and throw them in prison. So, like. It's it's really a delicate thing for somebody on the left to have because they're looking for any reason. But I just I did read this story just recently, um, some in some anarchist lit, where in New Orleans after Katrina, when you know the whole thing was fucked, um, uh, some some Nazis were taking advantage of the situation and starting to terrorize this like poor black neighborhood, and so some anarchists showed up and they did have guns and they they came into a house and they blocked the house and they they blocked the neighborhood by having by having visible weaponry and the skinheads backed off so like you know i mean that is a real thing it's like in that particular situation it was this sort of like crisis catastrophe type situation where there weren't the there wasn't the ability for the state to kind of crack down on them in that way because they will just they'll our, the way our state works, they will totally let the far right and the people on the right walk around with guns. But if a single person on the left shows that, they are like, they are like taken down immediately by the state. It's really so. It's it's you know I don't know.
1: I I just don't understand why those people are calling themselves skin hmm. because they're not.
0: It's interesting because there's a lot of people that don't call themselves. So there's like we have now we have a bunch of different type of fascists that do like it's it's weird like we have lots of different kinds of people on the far right like we have uh people on the alt-right who are trying to be like intellectuals you know sort of like the way the germans did it in world war ii Mm so like by establishing the idea that they get to um you know give lectures and like be prominent type people who are smart and wear suits and like have conferences and stuff then you've also got types that are like the macho military, militant types, and then we have the people that are like listen to kinfolk and are like act like they're pagan kinds of things, like like they're Vikings and they're like all of this stuff. So it's 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 like a it's like kind of a weird it's like a tracking and. Keeping track of all of these different types of people on the right is kind of complicated right now in America. And that's one of the, that's a big thing that Antifa does now, is like as Nazi hunters, is they just keep track of all of these different types of Nazis and all of their different symbols and all of the different bands that they have and like all of where they are. Yeah, but now they
1: can do it uh, through the computer.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: But at the time, we didn't have computers. Yeah. So we had to do it on foot.
0: How did you do that? I mean, did they people No, you just,
1: just know? walk around Then you look at their badge, what kind of band they listen, you know, yeah. right away wh- uh, who they are. Yeah. 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 Most of the skinheads knew uh, they w- at least, they were a skull band. Yeah. You know, they, they're not racist. Yeah. And the others, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's hard you when you just like, look
1: at the kind of music they listen to. Yeah. And, I mean, if they put screwdriver, you know, they're racist right away.
0: Mm-hmm. It's hard when it's easy when they label themselves, right? <laughs> like I put a big tag on themselves. I, uh, I wish. No, I... That's,
1: that's how it was uh, in the 70s. I mean, you had to put your colors, and people will know if you are racist or not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, if you put the Jamaican thing badge on you, they know you listen reggae and you're not racist. Mm hmm. And the others, they put some uh, Nazi shit on them, and so, you know, they're the racist. <laughs> but anyway, we didn't have any in my town, so i
0: drink to <laughs> Cheers. them. Cheers. <laughs> um, they still... Um different kinds of the fascists and the nazis and stuff they still have all their symbols that they put around and um that they wear and all these things um one of the things that they'll do is put up stickers there's a lot of like involved in stickers to like mark space and to, like creep into towns by like putting up the racist um symbols and stuff like in a town i think it's to like get people acclimated to make it look normal. Like, oh, you see that symbol? It's a normal symbol when it's totally this racist Nazi symbol. And so one of the things, there's um, there's sort of like sticker and sign patrols where people go around and take down stickers that are racist and like cover up symbols that are racist and the graffiti that's racist and stuff. So
1: I got a DUI and I have to go to jail. Alright. And I had some people come to me And asked me if I wanted to be in the gang. Right-wing gang. The... What's the name?
0: I mean, there's lots of different...
1: It's a white supremacist uh, group in jail. Can't remember.
0: I don't know. There's like the...
1: Anyway, I was contacted... The dude can talk to me and ask me for, I, I wanted to be part of the gang. And. Oh, fuck. Can't remember them.
0: That's okay. It's kind of side detail.
1: Anyway. That's how it works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they recruit in yeah. jail.
1: I was surprised because. I don't know anything about yeah you know, racism uh, in jail. Just like the and it's so obvious.
2: Yeah?
1: Oh yeah. You can see it all the black with the black, all the white with the white, all the Spanish with the Spanish. Yeah, I mean it's fucking obvious.
0: So like because you're white they assumed that you needed to be with the whites yeah sort of being like white. oh yeah right so what'd you For do sure. I mean, uh, like,
1: i'll say no you
0: kind of lone wolf
1: yeah i have like one month left you know and uh i don't want to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah with a group <laughs>
0: Was that in America or was that in France? It was there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. It never happened to me in France. But here, yes.
0: What are the what were the French police like?
1: They do shoot you to begin with.
0: They'll just shoot you, Is that what you said? No, they don't. They don't shoot you. Oh yeah. They they shoot us here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean You keep running. They here. shoot they yeah, shoot they black shoot people you. mostly which is fucking horrific. It's horrific. They're scary. Our cops are scary. And it's, it's, um...
1: I remember, true story, again. I went to see Bob Molly in France. And, uh... Somehow the cops uh, arrested... No, the true story is... We picked up a dude. He was from Holland, and he was sending marijuana, and we picked it up. You know, we were going to rob him, but the cops showed up at the same time. And the cops, uh, the drug cops, they don't wear uniform. They're civilians. They don't have badge or stuff. They just look like you and me. That's weird. No, it's not.
0: (laughs) I thought, I mean, I thought they don't have like DEA or anything on them.
1: Not in France.
0: Oh, not in France. Oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: So anyway, we got the cops corner. They were on the overpass And Over freeway And we got them corner And they were like Showing guns But they didn't have guns They were just pointing Their fingers Like they (laughs) have guns And everybody could see it (laughs) (laughs) What?
0: Why did they think that would work?
1: My don't work. They got beat up. <laughs> I mean, we were like 100. <laughs> and they couldn't go anywhere. They're on Devil Pass.
2: Yeah,
1: ah. You know, they would be like on Devil Pass by my house, but you block both sides. <laughs> you can't go nowhere.
2: <laughs> well
1: But I got arrested Six months later Because of my pants
0: Because of I'm sorry Because of your you See, because of your pants? Yeah How did you get arrested Because of your pants?
1: Because I had the Scottish uh, With the zipper You never seen that? The plaid? Scottish Zipper Pants
0: How did that get you arrested?
1: Because I was the only one who wore that.
0: So they arrested you because of your pants? Of course. (laughs) I have never heard of that before.
1: There was not too many people who wear that kind of pants.
0: Oh, did they just say, like, oh, he's a punk, like, we should arrest him kind of thing?
1: No, they knew it was me. (laughs) Uh, I was the only one.
0: Oh, I see. So, like, they were already looking for you, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah, they were
1: looking for me." Ah, gotcha. But, uh,
0: gotcha. I mean, how how big is where you're I from? got
1: arrested uh, in the bar on top of me everybody?
2: <laughs> <It was> like...
1: <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs>
0: um, how big was where you're from? I mean, so you like the cops knew you, like they knew who everybody was.
1: Well, they used to arrest uh, punk rockers uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we get uh they come over and say, oh, can we see your ID, or blah, blah. And, but when we became skinned, it was a all different story.
0: Could they not tell the difference? Oh, that. of course,
1: they, they, they did, because they didn't pull us over, no more.
0: Huh? They didn't, So they stopped pulling you over when you became skinheads? Yeah. Because they thought you were the racist skinheads? Maybe. Yeah. Because but it. they
1: knew that we will fight.
0: Oh, gotcha. Oh, I see. There it. was
1: no more uh, punk shit. There was... They knew... If we get pulled over, and they bullshit us, and, you know, us I mean, we get beat up, we're going to respond. And I remember uh, at the police station, I having a big, giant fight uh, with the cops throwing chairs, and then, sure, we got beat up. I knew we got beat up. And, uh, and we went to see the judge, uh, maybe two days later, and we had the fucking black eye and shit. And, uh, Judge asked me, Oh, do you want to press charges? And I'm like, No. Uh, Alright, go home. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Too much of a hassle, huh?
1: Yeah, shit. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the cops were afraid of you. Yeah. Well, shit. Cops are not afraid of us. <laughs> our, our cops will just. I'm show gonna you on tell
1: site. you a story. Okay. True story. I, I used to go in a gay bar and stuff, but I mean, I'm not against gay or anything. I do give a shit. Their business. Anyway, I am in the bar and suddenly I get in a fight with somebody. But it has nothing to do with the gay thing. You know, it's... Anyway, the cops should up arrest me.
0: Why? Because you got in a fight? Yeah. What was the fight about?
1: It has nothing to do with gay thing. It was just man-man, you know. It has nothing to do with that. But anyway, I get arrested, and I tell the cops... That was fucking gay. Two blocks later, the cops put me over. Say, hey, go home, (laughs) man. Guess what I did? I went back to the same bar. They had to call the cops again. <laughs> <laughs> the same cop. <laughs> the same cop? Yeah, same one. <laughs> oh. We told you to go home. <laughs> they let me go again.
0: Because <laughs> they thought you were a homophobe. And they like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They like this. Yeah. Yeah. All cops are bastards. (laughs)
1: uh. I remember I was in Belgium. That's a good story, too. Go for it. We went to a concert uh, in Belgium. And... Unfortunately, the girls got beat up. My girlfriend got beat up. The other people's girlfriend got beat up. But no, no dudes got beat up. Anyway, a couple of dudes got stabbed and shit. But the point was, my girlfriend got beat up. A few months later, we put up uh, a crew, three cars. We ran over there with baseball bats, and we beat up everybody. All the skins, all of them, and... We put their arm on the fucking sidewalk and break their arm, their legs, and shit. And
0: then what happened?
1: I got caught in Belgium. I spent two weeks in jail over there. And then they released me, and then I got the papers. Uh, I was gonna have to go to court, and say fuck that. I'm <laughs> And then uh, I've been banned from Belgium since.
0: <laughs> You're banned from Belgium?
1: Yeah. Uh, I took two years over there. Because I break some people's arms (laughs) and (laughs) shit. Well, it was fun.
0: (laughs) I. I. I feel weird about laughing about that, kind of. Um. I. <laughs>
1: yeah, yep. I mean, you, you can. The hate I felt when I saw my girlfriend with black eyes and stuff, it was like. Those people are gonna get it. And we did. And we even had some uh, Antifa from Paris who came with us to Belgium, and we beat up all of them. We were Antifa from uh, North France. We had Antifa from Paris. We had Antifa from England. They all came and we were like hundred and beat them up, like, (laughs) the right way.
0: (laughs) Is there a wrong way to beat up a Nazi? (laughs) Like I just stumped you a little bit.
1: (laughs) I mean, it was so easy. I mean, uh, you just put their arm on the sidewalk and take a four-by-four and (laughs) break his fucking arm. And uh, and we had it from all over. They're all with us. They didn't care. They were all anti-fuck and they fight. And most of uh, Antifa, they all do uh, martial art.
2: Like me, I
1: was Judo and...
2: You did Judo?
1: Yeah. And uh, the belt, everything, and I do food contact. And most of my friends, they do martial arts.
0: We are um,
1: We're all fighters.
0: There are um, Antifa fight clubs that are popping up all over the place, where people teach people how to fight, especially um, um, marginalized communities. They te- teach them how to fight, and there's a, a group called Redneck Revolt that teaches marginalized communities how to shoot guns.
1: We never had guns, so
0: yeah that that has a whole nother level of
1: I, I mean don't... in Europe it's not like you're uh, here, yeah, people don't have guns yeah uh, you know, right around I've never seen
0: that I mean I do a little bit of martial arts, and um, it's satisfying to know that I can throw a punch if I need to. <laughs> You're good, you're good, I won't. <laughs> come back, come back, come back. <laughs> I, I would like to notice that you just scooted away from me when I said that when you just told me about being a Nazis with 2x4s. So I appreciate the...
1: <laughs> yeah, man!
2: My... <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I I don't... yeah, I'm not... I, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to arm wrestle? No, I'm curious. <laughs> uh but like i i have not beat up a nazi with a two-by-four i think i think you you've got me on that on that (coughs) yeah
1: but it was normal and we used to go to england belgium germany holland And go see shows over there. And people will come to us and say, Hey, somebody, something happened. Uh, You're with us. Or you're against us.
0: So you kind of ran security for people? Like they would ask you to do shows?
1: Yeah. We did security. And the people just see us they know it's uh, against racist. they cannot get in
0: uh, how did they know who you were though like did you, look, no, like, did they you what knew did you what us. did you wear what did you wear the same
1: thing they were skinnered
0: so like but did you have kind of an outfit people could recognize you like the bomber jackets or the yeah or we like have did, you that. Have, did you have dark
1: s- martins and uh,
0: did you have symbols No, like they did no no
1: no, no oh. they knew us
0: so, like, I mean, Antifa now has the block, you know, they Yeah, wear the, i
1: never seen that, but at the time, they do not yeah. like that.
0: The thing is, like, we live in, like, a serious surveillance state, you know, like, it's, like, one of the most intense surveillance states ever in history, so that's one of the reasons for the black block, is because, you know, the powers that be track us, too, you know, so, like, that's, that's why, that's what the black block is kind of for, you know, and then people also know who you are, like people. So the, for the security stuff, people know. You know, I saw a really, um, a really like moving video of some anarchists down in California, that are part of like the Hispanic community down there. You know, like there's been a lot of like anti-immigrant bullshit going on. Yeah. And so the anarchists are totally in black block, and they're throwing a, they're just there throwing a picnic. For the for the community, like for the families and all their kids, and they have a Donald Trump pinata.
1: Game again. <laughs> so like all the all the little kids are
0: like sm- like smashing Donald Trump pinata to get the candy out, and the anarchists are just there so that so these fuckers don't don't show up, you know. So like that so that kind of thing is you know so it seems it's like similar, it's like and not just like music shows, but kind of these like now it's sort of like these like family events and stuff, so people feel safe. You know, and then, so it's, uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting parallel, you know. And, but one of the problems is communities don't necessarily know that that's what Antifa does and that you can call on them for that, you know what I mean? So, like, you, like people at the shows knew they could ask you, but people don't know that that's what Antifa does, you know?
1: Yeah, but at the time, uh, this thing, uh, didn't exist. I mean, we didn't call ourselves Antifa. It didn't exist. That yeah. term didn't exi- It came mid-80s, maybe. But at the time, in 79, we never heard of anti Antifa
0: how did you know so but you all know each other kind of because like right now it's like it's a group like they've got a name they have a website you know the whole facebook page like the whole thing like they're an established group that's like it's called
1: uh, uh, on youtube it's called the spirit of 69
0: spirit of 69 it's like a video it's like a movie or
1: no it's a website
0: spirit of 69 i haven't heard of that
1: yeah, it's a skinhead website.
0: Like which kind of skinhead?
1: <laughs> the good get? one.
0: The good one's okay. <laughs> okay. But the,
1: if you get on it, you can see it on YouTube. It's it's called Spirit of 69. And uh, all it is, it's, I mean, they play punk rock, they play ska, they play reggae, and... Uh,
0: how, I mean, how did you get in contact with each other? Like, you had, you had like, a, you said you had, like, a hundred people there doing security for shows. Like, how did you get a hold of them? Because you know I each knew other? them. Because you just knew them, so you just, like, go around on foot and just, like, get them kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. We didn't have an intel at the time.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's cool. I mean, like... That's an interesting thing because, like, Internet's not super safe either because that's all being tracked by the FBI. So it's interesting to think about the old methods of how people how people did that, and especially in, like, a big city, you know.
1: <laughs> but we had the best shows because there were no fights.
0: Because there were no fights because no you were there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There were no fights. There were no racist kids. They couldn't get through
2: the...
1: Like, right away.
0: (laughs) Just because they knew you were there? Yeah. And you'd break their arms with two-by-fours? Sometimes. (laughs) Special occasions, or...?
1: (laughs) I always remember a dude in Belgium. Dude had a fucking tattoo on his forehead that says uh, white power. That kind of shit.
0: On his forehead? He put yeah. white power on his forehead?
1: Yeah, he had a tattoo. <laughs> and he's one of the dudes that broke his fucking arm on the sidewalk and I got arrested and they brought the pictures in court
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know and everybody was laughing <laughs> because it's tattoo you know it was, it was like a made in Morocco Maracle orange stand. <laughs> on his forehead you know like wow and everybody was laughing even the judge every, everybody and I was like wow
0: <laughs> well we're, we're actually at an hour so do you have anything All good done. you want to end on okay. or we're good well that was awesome thank you cheers